Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. such thing as death life is only a dream and we are the imagination of ourselves Welcome to My Third Eye, prying open your thought, truth, and reality, questioning everything and anything from conspiracies, cryptic, spiritual, natural healing, and everything else there is to encounter. Everything we think is not real, just might be real. Welcome to My Third Eye. I mean, that's how I feel about uh, Michael Savage. I don't know if y'all yeah. know who he he was. Um, yep. He had the Savage Nation radio show. Uh-huh. I found him. It was maybe a year before Trump, the whole Trump thing started. So it might have been late 2014, 2015 when I found him. Man, I used to love listening to the Savage Nation, man. I'd sit there and go get me a bottle and a bag of some old funky bitch weed and go Hump day? Yeah, M3E's back. And uh, had a nice little round table on Veterans Day with Fox from the Conspiracy Soldiers podcast and Hank from the 643 Conspiracy podcast. And uh, it was a great time and it flew by. So I hope you guys enjoy this uh, episode and interview and go give them a follow, a like, and a share and the whole nine yards. And uh, yeah, just uh, down to earth good guys. So. Having said that, let's get the housekeeping out of the way. You know what to do. Go to patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast, three, five, and $10 tiers. Okay. $3 gets you this episode in its entirety without any ads. Um, the $5 gets you all bonus episodes, all videos, and everything else. And the $10 is a super supporter. And I thank my $10 super supporters very much. Uh, appreciate that. That means you have a lot of faith in me. And I'm glad that uh, I'm putting out stuff that that you 
deem worthy enough to support $10 a month, which isn't much uh, if you really look at it. Now, pets, okay? We have dogs, and sometimes they get anxiety. Sometimes they get sore muscles. Go to purepetwellness.com. When you're there, poke around. They have a whole bunch of different either drops or um, balms, you know, creams, a whole bunch of stuff, okay? American-owned and operated. And when you're at checkout, enter Ghost, and you get 20% off. So that is purepetwellness.com. Goes to checkout, gets you 20% off, okay? Now, Conspiracy Soap, dangerousworldpodcast.com. Okay, go there, order them. Uh, the shipment hasn't arrived yet, but it will here soon. And uh, we will uh, keep you updated. So having said all that, I'm going to get out of here and you enjoy this hump day. And it's one day closer to the weekend. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of M3E. Today I'm joined by Hank and Fox. We're going to do a little Veterans Day roundtable shop talk shoot the shit type of type of episode so we'll see what we get into fox let everybody know where they can get a hold of you and find your uh podcast and then hank uh you can do the same right after him yeah we do uh conspiracy soldiers podcast you can find that just about anywhere you know google uh you know everywhere all the all the podcast places and then uh yeah, I'm six four three conspiracy podcast. You can find us on all your major podcatchers. I'm real active on Instagram. I do have a Facebook page, but come out and check us out. Hell yeah! Glad well, to be here, man. Yeah, having me on. It's great to have you both. Um, no strangers to the show. You've both been on the tavern a, a couple times, so it's nice to kind of get a one on one with you on the on the regular show. So, uh, what's what's going on with you, you guys? Still- have you been doing the tavern? I haven't heard that lately. No, I'm uh I put it it's it's under uh the building got condemned, so we have to do some uh, remodeling so you could so to so to speak. So <laughs> I am putting the okay. putting the tavern to rest for a little while. It's just it just got so hard for 70 some episodes booking every week, you know, trying to find five, six people yeah. and oh, yeah, what have you. It, it just it just got to the point where I was like, I need a, I need a break from it. So it's not the main show. Well, you know, it was started, you know, just kind of, you know, have fun. But I don't know. It's been kind of nice to have a break, come home on a Friday and be able to do things and not have to worry about all week stressing. Oh, my God, am I going to get enough people? And it's like, yeah, just focus right. on the you already got show. the other two, right? Yeah. Yeah. We got we got it, this one and then and cunt. So both I going like strong. Cunt. Thank you. <laughs> it's a fun show to do. Yeah, and. The the guy that you were talking about, Hank, before we hit record, we've played a couple of his ep, uh, clips on on Cunt. Yeah, Y files. Yeah, Y files. Yeah, because because yeah. I remember Ryan going, I I I like the content, but I'm not sure about the fish. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fish. Yeah, you know. the Y files is a great YouTube channel. You know, I I don't I don't sit there and take everything dude says for gospel truth but it's a really fun watch when you're just deep off in a two o'clock in the morning youtube rabbit hole and oh yeah next thing you know you're listening to a fish <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to find simple things in life to uh to enjoy i i do the same thing you know I, no secret i got a raging uh tiktok addiction so 
you know, that's where I stumbled upon him. And I don't get on YouTube as much as I used to, but when I, well, I shouldn't say that. After I've had a few beers and it's late at night, nothing else to do, I usually fall down the let's watch dumb shit on, on YouTube, which usually ends up leading to WWE and, and what have you, and, and old school wrestling highlights and what have you. But I, I've been kind of following uh, this new cat, L.A. Knight, and you know the whole bloodline thing that was going on with uh, Jimmy and Jey Uso. And I don't know, I kind of like it. I, I, I'm not a big fan of that Roman Reigns. He just he bores the shit out of me. He's bored the shit out of me since he came on scene. And I don't know, L.A. Knight kind of reminds you of a mixture of The Rock and uh, Stone Cold put together. So kind of a nice breath of fresh air. Don't knock it. Wrestling hasn't been my cup of tea since I was an early teenager. Man. Yeah, but it's it's been. My daughter was maybe like two. Was yeah. the last time I like really See, watched I, it. I grew up grew up watching WCW. So okay, when WCW got absorbed, it really stung me because I didn't like the WWF. Like I was, I liked all the the WCW characters right. growing up: Sting and Sergeant Slaughter. And, it was just different, you know, when mm-hmm. it was completely under the McMahons. And by the time that John Cena became the biggest thing in wrestling, all the old cats were gone. Goldberg wasn't wrestling anymore. Um, Eddie Guerrero's done died. Chris Benoit's done died. Um, Stone Cold wasn't wrestling anymore. The Rock was sporadically wrestling, but right. he was more into his budding movie career you know it was just it was just different and then i never just i never fought because i know that like sting and all them guys still what is it, AEW or yeah it's TN, AEW, one of them one of them offshoots but i mean i don't knock anybody for watching it because i mean i used to love it i just i don't watch wrestling anymore well speaking of veterans type shit i was huge into the wcw back in the the late 90s and yep. we would have Monday Nitro parties in the dorms. And I remember picking my buddy up and putting him in the, the torture rack that Lex Luger used to do. And we'd, ju- you know, <laughs> just put all the, you know, pillows and mattresses on, on the floor and just act out fucking Nitro, you know, every Monday night. And we'd go to the one of the clubs on base. I believe it was the uh, the afterburner. And you'd pay like 10 bucks. And, you know, they had like, they had like five or six big screens. And, you know, you'd go and, you know, watch the the pay-per-view and it was it was always fun and i would still kind of dabble with wwf at the time when it was still f and then wwe and then i kind of started following the rock and, and stone cold i really like stone cold and i was just like man this guy he, he you know he, he just tells it how it is and and like you said eddie guerrero yeah chris benoit one of my all-time favorite wrestlers i, I don't buy the I hype behind don't think that he did that shit no I don't, I don't either. There's too much controversy behind it. Um, there's been some independent research that just really points a different different story than, yep. than what we were told. But yep. yeah, and, and even what are the, they saying he did? Well, they said that he snapped and like killed his family and then killed himself. Yeah, and like his like because they're trying to paint the whole picture that CTE riddled his brain from all of the concussive blows that he made his career on. You know, that was his signature move was jumping off of the top turnbuckle and forehead to forehead with whoever was on the ground. And they tried to say that the CTE just had him so out of his mind that he, he just snapped and killed his family and then killed himself. And I've seen a documentary that, 
I think it talks about one of those independent researchers. It might be the same one I see. It might have been, man. They do a really good job of providing all of the background information between, like, the McMahons and Chris and his family and his agent and all of some other wrestlers that were involved that knew a lot of what was going on. And apparently there was a bunch of shady shit going on with how they were trying to portray him in the wrestling world. Chris Benoit, that is. And it was causing a bunch of friction. And basically the powers that be had him killed and made you know, pulled all this off to make him look like he was this demon of a man. It's kind of similar to the newest death with Bray Wyatt. There was a lot of, uh, I have a buddy that lives up in, uh, on the outskirts of Boston. He's big into it. Um, he used to have a couple clients that were in the WWE for the job that he does. But, uh, Bray Wyatt used to, he was known as The Fiend, was one of his characters. Great, great wrestler. His dad was uh, IRS. If I don't know if you remember that guy from back in the day. But uh, he had this, uh, what the hell was it called? It was like a, uh, he'd come out and it was like a, to be like a children's like little happy hour, like fun house type thing. But he was pointing out all the symbolism and everything that was on the walls with like, 33 and and all sorts of shit and then you know he just randomly dies from a heart attack even though he had covid but i don't think he was vaxxed so it it was just weird young young guy fit as fuck you know what i mean and 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 a budding star uh finally found his niche with with being the fiend and all that and i don't know it's just it's weird when when you see wrestlers die or commit suicide when it's almost like I wouldn't necessarily say it's always in the peak of their career, but they're still pretty fucking popular. And there's always weird shit that ends up coming out afterwards that just doesn't make sense. And why did it happen? And who's really responsible? A lot of them guys are on roids. I mean, I don't think they're as dangerous as they used to be, but uh, it's kind of like, it's kind of like being in the circus, man, because like they're they're traveling from town to town, and they're a lot of them a lot of them on steroids, you know. But they're doing like a lot of heavy drinking and drugs at night, you know. Like I happened to party with some of the circus people one time. It was weird. At the, uh, <laughs> oh, we, we got to uh, hear this. Yeah. So you remember when the? So I'm from uh, I'm from Akron. All right, you remember when the Cleveland Cavaliers used to play at the Richfield Coliseum? Uh-huh. All right, so it was at the Richfield Coliseum. They were having a, a circus or carnival or some type of shit. It was a circus. And uh, the girl I was dating, well, her friend hooked up with one of the trapeze guys, right? So he told her to come back afterwards and so all three of us wound up going up there and it was uh, so there's a bunch of trailers and shit out back all the midgets are fucking stumbling around <laughs> hammered <laughs> I mean 
It was just fucking. It was like being in a fucking uh, a dream, man. It was weird. Did, did it reek you know, of cabbage? A bunch of drunk, yeah, a bunch of drunk <laughs> midgets. You know, uh, trapeze people and shit. And I mean, they those people party hard. I'm guessing the the wrestlers are probably about the same. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's the same type of deal. Did you ever watch um, American Horror Stories? Yeah. They had one season was about the fucking circus and the carnies and shit. So what you're kind of describing reminds me of that that season. It was like season three or four or whatever it was. Were they all fucked up? Yeah. And the, the one guy had, <laughs> they call it uh, crab hands or whatever. And then he, uh, he was, the guy that played him was, was it, was it Hank from, uh, oh, uh, Breaking Bad? No, it wasn't me. No, the the guy from Breaking Bad, the guy that played the cop, who was always after Walter, his brother in law. He he was in that. Okay, he was he was in that 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 uh, series, and he was trying to. He was kind of falling in love with one of the other carnies that had an enormous clit. Okay. Now, <laughs> it turned out that the clit was really a dick. And he didn't care at the oh, end. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it, it was crazy wild. I mean, it, it it was like everything you imagined that a carnival and carnies would be. And then you have Fox here going, yeah, I, I partied with some carnies and uh, drunk midgets rolling around <laughs> everywhere. Did you ever hear about the midgets on the uh, that were on the set of... Uh, uh, what am I thinking of? You know, Dorothy and... Wizard of Oz. What is that called? Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. You guys ever hear about that? Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of crazy shit. Uh, I don't I don't know. I think one of them got debunked about one hung himself or whatever. That that really didn't happen. But it, there's a lot of crazy shit with that whole movie in general with a lot of the characters and you know all the way down to I heard they all I heard they all stripped down and wouldn't wouldn't uh, come down off the roof or some shit. I don't know. They they used to party pretty hard. <laughs> It's kind of, yeah. One time I was at Walmart, right? <clears throat> and it's weird how midgets travel together because, <clears throat> like, you don't see them. And then, so one time I'm at, I'm at Walmart, and all of a sudden I start seeing a whole bunch of midgets. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? It's, and uh, so I'm in line, and... uh couple of them are checking out over here on the next aisle and then there was one on the third aisle so the one uh the two dudes the two midgets that were together they checked out and uh it was so damn funny right so i had a lady in front of me and i had a lady behind me and then the clerk and so the two midgets that got done checking out they were waiting on the other midget to finish checking out and he goes Hey, hurry up, you midget. And I just started laughing my ass off. Everybody just looked at me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the midget called the other midget a midget, and everybody's looking at me because I laughed. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. Just a, it was a weird situation, but they all travel together. It's weird. Like, they, I don't know if they're on a bus or what. Safety in numbers. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh shit! I ain't got nothing against midgets. I'm just telling the story here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucking hate them. That's no secret. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. 
they, they, <laughs> they, a good old boot stomp. <laughs> so what's been new with the podcast up uh, up on your end there, Hank? Mr. Uh, I'm gaining some popularity with the with the following and what have you. It's nice to see that you're you're getting a good a uh, good audience going and what have you. We're slowly we're slowly getting there, yeah. but we're getting there. Um, <clears throat> built last weekend, I built a new intro for the show. I'm I'm kind of proud of it. Nice. I'll be unveiling it uh, with the show that me and me and Drew are doing tomorrow. We're going to be doing a big MLB free agency show that I've been doing work putting shit together all literally all week like it's a, i have so much research over these free agents for this off season it's crazy but i'm looking forward to it i'm so i'm i'm excited to put the new intro out there it's kind of something it's not exactly how i want it I've, i'm still going to be tweaking it here and there as i as i go forward but um it, it's it seven tenths of what i want is there so nice. i'm pretty happy about it hell yeah just trying to i was in in creating this intro i ended up going back and listening to the three four episodes that me and ryan did and this is the first time that i've you know listened to him since he mm. passed because i just and it was tough but it was great man and it it really recentered me and my my passion for doing the show because it, it took me back to how much fun we, we ha- were having doing it. Right. But it also showed me just exactly how far off the path I veered as far as I had a certain level of focus when me and him were doing it. Like when we sat down to do that life log episode, like every day after work, when I was getting, when I got done at, taking that shower and I was done eating, I was sitting down and I was taking notes and I was writing pages of shit for this episode. And I feel like here lately, I've kind of just been more or less relying on shows like these where there's not really a set topic, just going in, shooting off your ass to get on down the road because I haven't dedicated the time into the, into the research that I feel like the people are do. So, I'm I'm kind of amped back up to even if it's going to only be one episode a week, it's going to be a really good episode Hell instead yeah. of it just being some here's something to put out, you know. Right. No, I I get that because I'm not good at researching. So when I hear people like yourself or or like Ryan and Matt from The Great Deception. You know, and and there's others out there that they they you all sit down, you do your research, and then you know you you put an episode together. I I'm too ADD for that, but I don't even have ADD. I I, I just I, I follow too many different rabbit holes to stay focused. So I, you know, I rely you know kind of I bring guests on, and you know, kind of well well rounded in topics. I I don't know. I'm not an expert on anything, but I know enough to you know hopefully get a good conversation out or a do what I uh, intended on when I started my show to learn something new. You know what I mean? And, and that, that, cause I love learning, you know, and didn't like it when I was in school, but man, I, I can't absorb enough, enough information in a day. It's like, it's, a, it's almost like a drug. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I, I need more. I need more. I need more. And you know, every now and again, you'll, you'll hear a podcast or, 
you know, go down a, a rabbit hole and you'll get new information on an old topic. And, and it just kind of like you said, just rekindles that, that fire under your ass. And you're just like, yeah, let, you know, let's Dude. go. So mm-hmm. no, it's good to hear. Yeah. And I, I can't wait to hear the intro uh, for sure. Now I'm going to address two elephants in the room. I heard on master debaters, Ryan was busting your balls. that baseball is really not a real sport. I kind of agree. I kind of agree, but I, I, I appreciate the, the America's pastime. And you wanted to address something that um, I kind of brought up on Cunt last week. So if you want to take sure. that away, go ahead. Oh, on the first part of it, I've been fucking with Ryan since he said that. I think I just I rib shot him every <laughs> once in a while. You know, tell him that he's got hot garbage takes when it comes to his sports acumen. <laughs> but I, I can, I, I don't understand. His, I think he was just honestly trying to just rile me up a little bit, and that's cool because <laughs> if if your friends don't fuck with you, they're not your friends, right? And you and Matt but, are both huge baseball fans. I, I mean, I am, and I mean, but by the same token, I'm watching football right now. I've right. got. Penn State, Michigan, going, and I can see where somebody would l- watch a watch a football game and then watch a baseball game and be like, "Well, those aren't really athletes." But True. I don't know. I think my I think I think saying that baseball players aren't athletes is is ignorant. <laughs> you know, it, it's not it's not dumb. It's not stupid. It's ignorant. It's just you're you're not maybe not aware of of the truth that's out there because. The hardest thing to go pull up the clip of Deion Sanders saying the hardest thing he ever did in his career, whether that was football or whether it was baseball or coaching or whatever it was, the hardest thing he ever had to do was hit a baseball. Yeah, it takes a lot of hand eye coordination. It is, it is, you literally have milliseconds when a major league pitcher throws a 95 mile an hour fastball, you have milliseconds to locate it and decide whether you're swinging or not. Yeah, not only that, but they're putting a fucking arc on it and shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. So there's a – I think it's just how you define athlete is – you know what I'm saying? I think it's you have to be athletic to – it's just – what because, I mean, baseball players, you could be Albert Pujols or David Ortiz that you don't have to run because when you touch that baseball, it's going a very long way. Right. And – that in and of itself is a beautiful thing. You have to be have a certain level of athleticism to be a 250, 300 pound dude and hit 40 plus home runs in a year that mm-hmm. go 455 feet when you touch them. But yeah. it also takes another kind of player like a Ronald Acuna Jr. to do something that's never been done before and hit 40 home runs and steal 70 bags in a season. Mm, very true not even ricky henderson did that no and ricky was the goat back in the day yes arguably the greatest base stealer of all time Mm -hmm. and i don't i don't care i know there's people out there that that you know the in the baseball world that'll argue that because of the rule changes that mlb implemented this offseason making the bases bigger limiting the number of pickoff attempts a pitcher can throw to first um having a pitch timer all these things factor into the 70 stolen bags but the fact is there were rules in place ronald acuna jr played by those rules and in doing so stole 70 bags 
that takes a certain to to be able to run ninety feet faster than a pitcher can throw the ball to the catcher, and the catcher can throw it to the second baseman. Mm-hmm. There's you know so it's just how do you define an athlete? Are you are you going to ignore the fact that there's people in the outfield that have to cover a football field's length worth of field and catch a ball that's three inches around? that's been smoked 120 feet in the air at 110 miles an hour. I don't know if you don't want to call that an athlete, then maybe it's your prerogative. I think it is. I think that's very athletic, but I also think it's an athlete for somebody like Larry bird to go out there and hook shot your ass for a 60 piece on any given night, which Larry bird in, in a lot of, a lot of groups is very underrated. I would put him up there right under Michael Jordan. Sure. I mean, he was so smart, so smart. One of the biggest trash talkers on, mm-hmm. on the on the court, and, and Michael Jordan was too. But you, you didn't really hear about it or, or know about it until you know afterwards. But you know, Larry Bird, and I don't want to say it's because he's a white guy, but I mean, you know, he was doing shit, and and you know, other basketball legends even even look up to Larry Bird, and you know, then then you had uh, what what was his face. Uh, they called him White Chocolate. Jason Williams. Yes, he was good too. But you I know. think that I think that was his name. He was a street baller. Yeah. And he got he was like from the and one that whole and one era in the early two thousands, mm-hmm. and he ended up getting signed with I want to say it was the Jazz, maybe something like that. But yeah, but, and and then he inspired yeah. every young teenager that oh I'm going to be an and one player you know what I mean and <laughs> you know it's it's crazy on on how things go I do I do credit your points on, on baseball everyone has their own opinions it's like everyone has assholes you know uh, yeah, sure. or, you know I, I I'm not but a big fan it, of golf ain't it funny how these suits they keep changing all the rules to, trying to boost the viewership you know what I'm saying of like. Course. It, it's, it's all going to boil back to they got to have their money, dollar. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bullshit. And the same with football. All they do is try to protect the quarterback because that that's the most, uh, you know, those are the most famous dudes. Mm-hmm. I will you know, say, looking back at the clips from the, the years where they didn't care about how hard you hit somebody <laughs> – Dude, man, it's, the, it's a miracle people didn't die left and right on a football field. Like, there are just some, like, when you think of like Brian Dawkins, Ed Reed, uh, Steve Atwater, like, these just incredibly just hard hitting behemoths of men that will, you'll be running down the field, won't even be looking at them, and they just blindside you, just smack how people didn't just die on the field. I can understand a certain level of this player safety, but last last week when the Eagles were playing, it wasn't against the Cowboys. I think it was a, the, the Commanders. The week before the Cowgirls game, the Eagles were playing the Commanders. And DeAndre Swift, the running back, was running the ball and truck-sticked an Eagles line, or a, a, a Commanders linebacker. He was running... And DeAndre Swift's not even six two. He lowered his shoulder and ran a dude over. And the and the and the fucking NFL fined him ten thousand dollars for unnecessary roughness. He's running the ball. Well, yes, exactly. And he got fined for unnecessary roughness. 
he got fined for being too good at running the ball. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Yeah, that's bullshit. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I remember back in the day when uh, I'm a Browns fan, so uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Turkey Jones picked up Terry Bradshaw and basically fucking DDT'd him and threw him on his head. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even get a flag. No. No. Those were the good old days. They pick him up and fucking suplex him and shit and n- <laughs> yeah. not even fucking bat an eye and get up and do it again and again and again. And, yeah. and then, you know. I don't know. Brady comes along. Oh, my God. we got to protect the quarterback a little bit more. Right, right. Like, Fuck yeah. off. It's glad he's gone. Um, but but to hit on the, the second part of your your question, I was listening to I, – I didn't get, get a chance to listen to a cut until yesterday while I was at work. And towards the end, you and Ryan got to talking about, about the Jesus and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and I can't, I really wish I remember what Ryan said leading up to the part where y'all were talking about the word amen. He played a clip of a lady saying that like if you do yoga or look at your zodiac or anything like you. that is is satanic. And okay, that's where I kind of pushed back, and then you know ryan ryan kind of agreed but we agree to disagree in a lot of areas you know in there and that's what makes it a great show um but that that's kind of what led up to it okay well first and foremost brother you know that i'm not gonna sit here and act like i'm some authority on what is and what ain't the truth i'm just gonna offer offer my understanding and we can we can discuss the you know legitimacy of it after there are scriptures and I could pull them up, if, you know. I could, but we're not gonna we're not gonna do all that. But there's scripture that that says that we we're not supposed to pretty much do anything that messes with what can, could be considered the spirit world. We're not supposed to, right? Not 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 diviners, not you know people who receive visions. None of this stuff. We're not supposed to do it. And couple episodes ago i was me and kyle and his buddy anthony were talking about this and basically it's because we as humans are in the same spot that adam and eve were before eve took the fruit of the the forbidden fruit Mm -hmm. we know that there's knowledge that can be obtained that we don't have but we're told not to do it we're not we're, we're not supposed to obtain this knowledge or try to and it's not because God doesn't want us to have it. It's because he's trying to protect us. Because if we were to obtain this knowledge, then we would instantly put ourselves above him in our own minds, right? Mm-hmm. Because now we know everything, okay? We know that there's this Elohim, Akashic record. There's visions and prophecies and all these things out there. Cool, cool, cool. I can meditate and astral project and go hang out with these entities. Cool, cool, cool. I'm told I'm not supposed to. And 
nothing out there is for the betterment of us. God told us when we pass from this mortal body, we're going to know. We will then know all that knowledge that we're trying to seek here on earth. Our minds cannot comprehend the knowledge that is obtainable. That's why we, where we're not born with it. Like we're born knowing how to survive on, on basic levels. And we learn quite a bit through our lives, but there's certain things that we'll never comprehend. Like the, the concept of infinity, the concept of God's truly understanding the concept of God being omnipresent, omniscient, like, there's certain, you know what I'm saying? There's certain concepts that we just cannot grasp, but we will once we are no longer bound to this mortal body. When we pass on, we will then be unbound by the parameters of our mortal being. And he tells us that we're going to become one with the knowledge. He's going to, he's going to tell us. So that's why the scripture says, don't do it, man. Don't do it. It's not because he doesn't want us to have it. It's because he told us if you just be patient, just just chill out a minute, you're going to get it. But furthermore, nothing that you seek out, no matter how it's presented to you, because Lucifer comes as a angel of light and his and his angels come as ministers of righteousness. These entities out there are going to present themselves to you as whatever you want to call them. So if you're looking for an angel of the Lord to give you these messages and stuff, then that's what they're going to appear as, but it's nothing but a fallen angel. So why pray? That's because, because we're told prayer is a direct line between you and God. I'm not talking about prayer. I'm talking about like when you meditate and you try to astral project or, or you want to do these past life regression, Mm -hmm. hypnotherapies, or you want to go to a tarot reader or, you reach out and you try to pull information out of the ether or whatever, that's different than sitting there and try to pray to God. Okay. The only pushback I have is the church decided which books went into the Bible. Okay. The church also tells us what we're supposed to know about God. And when I say church, the, the early church, the, the Catholic religion, okay, mm-hmm. before it branched out into many other uh, divinations and what have you, do you think they didn't purposely have those texts put in there to say that in order to keep us under control and not know the knowledge that the elites know? Sure, I, I definitely believe that there is a level of fuckery afoot running amok in, in in what we have today. But I also know that the God I love and worship, He doesn't. He's not going to sit here and leave me without a means right. to get to Him. I would. It would be really shitty to think that He's this all powerful dude, but He's He's let man muddy up His word to the point that we today don't have anything that could save us. No, I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. So while we don't have perfect Bibles, that y'all touched on the King James version. Mm-hmm. You and Ryan. King the James reason why the King James version is touted as the the best Bible to go read when you're wanting 
as close as you can get is not because it's perfect. Of course it's flawed. It's because the flaws in the Bible are so heavily noted and researched and pointed out like there's there's no curveballs in the King James Bible. You can go get Strong's Concordance books and use that use these concordances along with the Bible and where the Bible's missing interpretation or whatever these strong because all these strong's concordances are are it goes back to original languages and provides meanings for the original like if the book like if the book of acts was written in hebrew then then the strong's concordance goes back to hebrew and word by word tells you in you know what the english hebrew to english translation would be instead of what the you know what i'm saying yeah yeah. It's not a it's not some man's opinion on what the book of Acts says. It's literally this is what it says. It's just, so so when people I'm sorry, go ahead. I just did an episode about this this morning. So like the Council of Nicaea was in what like 325 AD. Yeah. And Emperor Constantine, he removed all these books out of the Bible. So have you read the book of Enoch? Hank? Not cover to cover. So, like, when you read Genesis, half of it doesn't even make any sense. Like, like, say you're just a young dude and you're just starting trying to learn about the Bible. Now you're reading the Bible. Genesis don't even make no fucking sense, half of it. But if you read the book of Enoch, it explains what's going on in Genesis. So why the fuck would they take that out? And who the fuck does he think he is that he can decide what's going to be in the Bible and what ain't? Well, they had to, they had to, because you got to understand that my opinion of, of the Roman Catholic Church was a complete control mechanism. Right. That's what it I'm was saying. more. It was more of a a government than it was anything to do with religion. They just used, you know, God as as a as a shield to do whatever the fuck they wanted to. So they had to pilfer through certain texts to give themselves the best look. They're not going to preach something that completely contradicts them. I agree with you there. But what I do know is that we is in the 20 in the year of 2023, we have access to the book of Jasher, the book of Enoch. We can research what other books they took out and we have the ability to get them and read them and use our own discernment, whether they should, should have been in there or not. That's the, you know what I'm saying? It'd be different if we were way, way back then and we had no access to the, to these things. Oh, um, does it suck that if they should be in there, they're not, yeah, that that it that is pretty shitty. But at least we can still get them. Yeah. Um, I mean, that doesn't like make me it and- right or whatever. Like I understand what you're saying, and I'm not disagreeing. But for that guy that's just starting out trying to learn the the King James version would be his best bet because while I I'm, and it's not a perfect Bible, it's he could take that Bible and get closer than any other translation that's out there that we're that we have access to without going and like digging for like some ancient ethiopian bible or something you know what i'm saying yeah that's true yeah um but i mean most people me and you might know about 
you know, uh, some of these lost books, but the everyday person is just going to go with the, with what they pick up in the Bible, though. You know, they don't know any of that stuff. But there's still enough in that book, cover to cover, to get you to heaven. That's my whole point, is even if you don't have access to the book of Jasher, the book of Enoch, and all these other gospels that were taken out, you still have enough between the front cover and the back cover to get enough of the picture of what God wants you to do to get to heaven. I think that's a point that gets missed a lot, is everybody wants to shit on it, but nobody wants to look at what's still there. Oh, I, I'm not you, shitting on it. I, you, I've read it. No, oh, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not talking about y'all. Yeah, you know, I'm just because I hear a. I listen to a lot of different people. I listen to a lot of different shows that touch on this, and so I've heard a lot of different takes on it. And and like I said, I'm not the more. I'm not the. I'm not the gospel authority on this here. I'm just some dude from Arkansas giving my opinion. Yeah, nope, nope. I mean, I've been accused of talking shit about the Bible. Like, I've had. I've talked about it on my show where. Uh, there's no, there's no way that Jesus's name is really Jesus. No. Of course not. It's, it's, I mean, it's Yeshua. So why, what is this push about to call him Jesus? You know, like they got this, some of the Malachian word magic and shit. Like, why would they change it? What is the purpose of that? Why would, why would we not just call him Yeshua? Well, you know what I mean. Like, trying to find out what that's because there's meaning in words. And if, that's and what it, I'm saying. And if you don't know God's true name, that's blasphemy. So by calling him Jesus, you're not calling him by his true name. You're committing blasphemy. And it was all designed by the Roman Catholic Church. And this is where my big hang-up is with every religion on this planet. They're all man-made. They're all man-made. They're all contrived of, of deep-thinking thoughts of what we wonder what's after our life and where we came from. You know what I mean? Cause we, we've every human throughout history has always wondered, well, where did we come from? Where do we go when we die? Is there other life out there? You know, all, all these questions. And I think a lot of, a lot of these religions were, were made up to kind of give people answers and maybe to a degree, give them some kind of guideline to, to lead a moral life that way, in doing so and having that kind of control, you wouldn't have as many criminals, anarchists, and, and what have you out there wanting to do their own thing. And we could all eventually get into a herd mentality, and then countries are born, and we're in 2023, and, you know, at, at the state of what we are today. I, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to knock anybody other than a Mormon. Go follow your own religion. Go and even if it is more Mormonism, go follow it. If if you get solace, peace, and it makes you a better person, by all means, go practice it. Right, and and I'll say this: like people that people that are like churchgoers and religious, they're a hell of a lot. I'd rather be on that side than some of the people that I see that are the opposite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, but with that being said, uh, you know, a lot of them can be can be kind of cultish. You know what I'm saying? Like I pray to God every morning, and I I talk to God, but I'm not gonna let no another man, some preacher, 
you know, push me in a certain direction what I'm supposed to do because I don't believe in that. I'm not going to be in a cult. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's, that's just the way I feel about it. I think that's kind of where I stumble down too as well. You know what I mean? Like, let me read the Bible. Let me talk to God, the creator, whatever you want to call him. When I wake up throughout the day, before I go to bed, I don't need some guy that went to a, a Bible college and because he's read it and he's going to now throw his interpretation of what he read in my face and tell me that's how I'm supposed to live when 90% of the time, and I'm not saying it's every pastor out there, but they have the most skeletons in their fucking closet on a daily basis. Right, right. You know, they're either the, out there getting busted with hookers or trying to bang somebody's wife in the in the church. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Shit like that. You know. But what's not all, like you said? The, not all of them. Not all the of guys them. that actually think that they're doing. The guys that don't do that. The, the the preachers out there that are actually living good lives that truly believe that they're on the right path and they're just as lost as everybody else. Mm-hmm. I think that's even yeah. worse than the guys that are. You know, like the the big mega mega church pastors that are buying million dollar mansions and stuff, and because because I don't know, but the last thing I'll touch on is the word "amen." Uh-huh. It it's a Hebrew word. It 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 didn't "amen" didn't get started with the Egyptians over Amon Ra. It 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 actually boils back to Hebrew, and it means "so be it." Okay. Alright. But before Christianity was around, uh the Egyptians followed you know, a lot of them followed their religion and, and it, they prayed to Amen Ra and sure. Amen. Well you gotta understand I mean it's all work. Understand the real story of the ancient Israelite, the true story of just how wicked these people were. Like the reason why God kept punishing these people kept letting them being enslaved by this nation or that nation was because they kept worshiping the worst of the pagan deities at the time Moloch, mm. Baal the same the same guys we still got running stuff today these were they were sacrificing babies too so like when Moses came back off of the mount with the 10 commandments and they had built the golden calf that's the same golden calf that we see in in bell worship where you take the baby and put it in the golden calf and burn it alive my thing like, with that story though is where did, if they were in the desert where'd they find all this gold maybe they brought i don't know <laughs> you, you know that, that's just one of the things that always stuck out with me is like how did they forge this and I never and, thought about <laughs> that. get all this gold if they were lost right. in the desert while moses was up on the mountain talking to an acacia bush that was on fire okay now they hear me out an acacia bush that's on fire an acacia um inhaling that smoke you might go on a serious fucking dmt trip and you might you might get some commandments given to you by by god okay or and then that whole time he's up there which wasn't wasn't weeks it wasn't months you know he went up he, he received him he talked to god he comes down there's this fucking golden cow. Where the fuck did all this gold come from? Where, where, where did they get the kilns to, to smelt it down? Yeah. And it, you know, these are questions I've legitimately never thought to ask in it, it before. I'm going to, I'm going to message Jason and Christopher from yeah. operation red pill and see what they got to say about it. Because th- th- that's the thing with me. I, I just love to question. Okay. It, 
one of my favorite yes one of my favorite quotes and it's by thomas jefferson like him or hate him however you feel about him question everything even the very existence of god himself because if you don't you will never find your answers or the truth and you have to you have to allow yourself to land on something correct correct question things but you have to believe in something you can't just you're you can't you can't allow yourself to just question everything to the point where you're just running in circles from everything because you you question (laughs) even you know i'm saying there's nothing you can't question eventually you're going to have to question something and then uh, trust in the outcome of it and it so here, here's another you gotta thing. land on something yeah so about the amen thing man like so you're doing this whole prayer in english including changing the name of jesus so why instead of why are you saying amen instead of so be it at the end that don't make no sense to me because from hebrew it got translated to greek and from greek it got translated into latin and by the time latin got to english it was it, I mean, even, I mean, amen, never, you can look through the different translations. Amen in Hebrew is spelled the same as it's spelled in Greek, as it's spelled in Latin, as it's spelled in English. I got, I don't Could know, man. Could it be like, spelled the same amen. because it's a name? Amun-Ra? When they worship the sun? Because names I mean, don't change. It's not. Yeah, not right. I just, uh, I that's know just a that, question. I know that the word itself, "Amen," can be translated directly back to Hebrew, as, and and it and it be defined as "so be it." Right. right. But what what well, I'm I, saying I is, I don't end my prayers with with "Amen." I just say, "I'm grateful." Thank you. That's all. That's what I say. But what, just because because I've been hearing this for years, and I don't even know who started it or where it came from, but. I don't want to be. I don't want to be praying to no pagan god, or you know what I mean. But see, that's and, and it's like I don't pray to Jesus either. I pray to God, and if God, if Jesus is God, why would He care? Well, you're not supposed to, to pray to Jesus. You're supposed to pray to God through Jesus in the name of Jesus, right? Yeah, because because when 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 Jesus was here, He said that no man cometh to the Father but by Me. I am the way, the truth, and the light before jesus you went directly to the tap you know what i'm saying right. you got it yeah. straight out of the source god direct directly interacted with the head of the household and then it, it it transformed through who he interacted with to his prophets and then eventually it was jesus there is no more god directly interacting with us it's we have his son him which is also him and he was the physical representation of the father and his sacrifice paid the debt that's why we don't have to sacrifice the 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 you know lamb's blood anymore and because jesus paid that price and so when we pray to god we pray directly to god but we you know and i, I finish my prayers with and you know I, I pray these things in your son jesus holy name or whatever i say and it's but it's it's a prayer to god through jesus you know what i'm saying like like god's the recipient but jesus is the postal service he's gonna be how it yeah. gets there so no, so i get how it works i just don't do it if i just pray to god if you if we don't have to do the the lamb sacrifice anymore or blood rituals or, or sacrificial rituals anymore can you explain communion to me because to me that i struggle with this one man that because that, i don't yeah. understand why we even 
you know, we point out the rituals in everything. Mm-hmm. Us in this circle, we point out the rituals in everything. Because that's still human Football, sacrifice. Baseball. That's cannibalism. Yeah. Church ongoings, Super Bowl yeah. shows. You know what I'm saying? The they're they're everywhere. Yeah. You know, it, their scripture says you'll know you'll know your enemy by their signs and stuff. Right. I, I struggle with why there's so much ritualism. And Christ- and I know why there is is because Christianity at its core when it first started was paganism under the guise of following mm-hmm. the, the teachings of the Christ I don't know if I'm supposed to be doing proxy cannibalism to worship my Lord and Savior right to be blunt with you ghost I don't think that I, I am I understand from a Sunday going pulpit sitting Christians point of view why I know what they teach you uh-huh. that because he he sat down at the Last Supper and broke bread and shared drink with it with the disciples and he said you know take eat this is my body this do ye in remembrance of me you know and this cup made this cup be, you know the fruit of the vine be represent my blood which i shed you know all this i get that but, but doesn't that still day, seem a little weird that's though still cannibalism yeah like if you were there the at, whole at that thing moment that 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 got the israelites fucked off in the beginning yeah kind of yeah. it's kind of why god flooded the earth is because earth had turned into a cannibalistic society but because he, of all this, all this devil worship. Well, I can't say devil worship, but it, they were worshiping entities like Moloch and right. Baal. And, and now, now think well, of yourself in, in today's terms. Okay, say, say, we're Christianity never existed, and now all of a sudden in 2023, this guy named Yeshua is walking around, and he's gaining a following, and he tells you that drink, eat this bread as a representation of my body and drink this wine as a representation of my blood. Wouldn't you think that's a little weird though? Yeah, like, I mean, that's definitely weird. Even the idea <laughs> of baptism is weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, I get that. You, 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 you wash away your sins, whatever, but it's a bar- No, it's, it's a burial. They yeah. are burying the old you and resurrecting you. Oh, new. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not just a bath. It's literally the death of the person that goes into the water and the resurrection of a clean, pure entity coming out of it. There's a, which kind of goes against all the teachings. So much rich, so much ritualistic shit that's in 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 going to church, right? And the Jews have it worse. Well, see the the old Jews, the original Jews, really had it worse. Then, once they became white, Azakanashi, Kazarian Jews, once they were all white, then they were God's chosen people. What about today? They still yeah. have moils. Do you know what a moil is? Mm-mm. So, you know, in, 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 if you were an Orthodox Jew and you have a kid, a son, they're going to circumcise that baby in the middle of church service when he's 12 moil is a priest who's going to take that baby with the freshly cut doesn't he chew it off off and he no he sucks on the he 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 pretty much stops the bleeding with his mouth that's right that's right yes he's called the moil that's uh i think that's uh 
I'm going to ask my wife if she'll give me a moil. Trauma-based mind control. You know what I'm talking about? Big time. (laughs) Crazy shit, man. I mean, you got Christians doing it to the men, and you got Muslims doing it to the women. Now, they don't do it to the women until they're about 11, 12, 13 years old. That's really fucked up. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, With the genital mutilation. And what happened? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do it to these eleven-year-old girls, man. It's some, it's fucked up. That's uh, why I think at the end of the day, the best you can do is take your Bible, take the other books that you're wanting to read, and pray. Read and pray. You don't need. I don't. I don't believe you need these. I don't think God's going to keep me out of heaven if I if I end up making it because I didn't commit proxy cannibalism every week and sit in some building with a bunch of other hypocrites every week i don't think that's going to be it i think he's going to judge me on how i live my life every day and how much i really really tried to follow what he teaches absolutely that's it that's true and yeah you can't go to some sit in some building and listen to some dude well I'm bad shit what you read in the covenant It's cap, I was bred by the government Fact check every head when it come to this Upside down system, had enough of it Another sapien that's on the globe Lost cold, looking for the direction but don't nobody know The only bit of insight that they ever sold me I've been start to find out doesn't really hold Every highfalutin piece of shit hidden in a tie High motives to align goals Cheating on your wife, my ties at the ninth hole Someone gotta die, they don't care, they itemize souls Tit jobs from Botox to lipos Light bulbs in my head of where I might go I'm on a tightrope, walking this edge And I've been wondering if anyone loves me Shit And I've been wondering if anyone loves me I've been wondering if, look, I've been hopping down this rabbit hole for quite some time to find lines that connect through to all their lies. They normalize a real life poltergeist to trust Pfizer with a remedy to make you right. The thought's sick. I take a chance and roll my dice because something in my stomach isn't sitting right. I want to soul search, find a place to bring in light, but I can't cause fuck. I'm bad shit what you read in the covenant. It's cap. You were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this Upside down system had enough of it We bad shit what we read in the covenant It's cap we were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this Upside down system had enough of it I want the power to shake shit and shift shape Tap in the pineal eye without a mistake We have the power to live right and get straight But they found a way to remove this They bitch made Hey, keep on calcifying glands with your flow ride while I flow ride the valor of rhyme. I'm flying high by the seat of my pants. A beat speaking to me, no, I'm talking back every chance. Hoping one day I make it overseas or to France. But in the Northwest, I trip without a traveling band, yeah. And that's word of my cat plug. I'm higher than giraffe puss. Look what the cat drug in. Now I'm scribbling this rap in the bathtub. At midnight, I don't fill it up with the tap cup. Soaking in my cannabis suds. Anything for a buzz. Reclaim my residue inside of a dab jug. Peel through a fat stash. Burning the last snug. I picture this dimension I don't want to come back from. But here I am 
I'm still stuck in the bathtub My brain fried, but honestly I'm fine I'd rather not have one I'm bad shit I'm fucking bad shit And it's your fucking fault It's their fault Straight up I'm done I'm bad shit What you read in the covenant It's cap You were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it Enough of it Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.